you know, I don't. I'd welcome any sort no of issue with having a farmer's tan in no. my life. It's not I should have spray tanned though before I sat down next to you. Although I just sat in that hot sauna room, so now my cheeks are all red. Yeah, at least you're sweating like you just got out of a tanning <laughs> booth. <laughs> <laughs> This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 57 of The Real Word. The word is up. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm so pumped to be back, actually. I don't think you are, but that's okay. Got the proper miking, the proper lighting. Ooh, so your lighting was below par. I don't look like a... You were under that orange umbrella. Tangerine, No, maybe? you almost well, like Donald Trump. <laughs> that was the umbrella. And uh, as you can see, I haven't been spending much time tanning. So you are though. You're tan. We you we, were, we were mentioning yeah. that. Yeah, you All have right. you have a nice. I have nothing. I had to rub my cheeks really hard to get red cheeks. So it's been a big week in real estate. Big We've got, week. It's yeah, been a very interesting so. week. No, it's I agree. I mean, a lot of shifts, a lot of changes, a lot of people coming, new people coming in, people going out. It's been interesting. Gary Keller coming back. Yeah. We're not going to really cover that, but I, I guess it's worth noting that Gary Keller is back. Yeah. As all CEO. the Keller William agents seem to be really excited. I have yeah. yet to read his book. It tells you know that. what it does tell me for sure. Gary Keller coming back as CEO in over two decades mm -hmm. is that the fight they have with EXP is for real. Hmm. EXP is really grabbing some of their agents, and uh, I think it's you know worth a fight worth watching. See who wins. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's gonna win. Someone always wins. But we've got three rackets. If you're new to the show, here on the Real Word, we always pick three topics that are our racket topics and we go through the three of them and we both decide if they're a racket or not sometimes we agree sometimes we don't i feel like the racket's further on your side this this yeah. round is it yeah. a, is it in the middle there suave looks like it's looks like it's favoring byron today i think it's the way you're sitting hmm. <laughs> 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 all right racket number one who is the next generation of wealth that real estate agents should be paying attention to love this article. I enjoyed reading this one aloud to And you. I've never heard of Henry's. I haven't either. So they're called the Henry's. They're called high earners, not yet. Not rich yet. Not rich yet. Thank you. High earners, not rich yet. I love and it. They describe this niche sub. Do you go niche or niche? What it's, do you guys do? I, I, I think it depends. Niche? I dep it depends. I like niche. Niche but it is sort of a subset niche, right? of the population that represents the next generation of wealth. Today, Henry's are comprised largely of millennials mm -hmm. and some of the youngest members of Gen X because it basically comes down to your annual household income of more than $100,000. That seems low. Doesn't that seem low? They're saying that these top mm -hmm. earners are well on their way to becoming tomorrow's affluent consumer and real estate professionals are best suited to start paying attention to this influential demographic now. This is a racket. 80% of, of it is a racket, hmm. if you can follow there. I think that if you're a real estate agent right now, mm -hmm. you should be paying attention to the demographic that has all of the wealth in this country, and that's baby boomers. They hold it all. I so 80% of your time should be mm -hmm. spent catering to the baby boomers, mm -hmm. and 20% of your time should be figuring out 
how do I speak to this demographic mm -hmm. long-term mm -hmm. planning? Mm -hmm. But the wealth is being held by the baby boomers. Mm -hmm. That's right. who owns real estate. That who has the, has the money. Well, I think though that it's, I think I'm hearing you. I think, th yes. I, not I dying tomorrow. Yes, so way. I agree. I agree that the heading is a racket, but I, th I don't feel like the article is a racket because it's, I I'm certain you're finding it too, whether they are baby boomers or Gen Xers or millennials. Um, I feel like our entire world is turning more into um, experience-based. And, and, and I feel like that that's, primarily what they're telling agents to sort of be a little bit more mindful of is is the experience like in a home like like in there I was talking about like money like it's not really necessarily about a house being worth two million dollars it's about like what are the amenities what is it near so I mean th I think that's yep. true I think that's true for men I mean we have properties that you know it's it's about the amenities it's about the location and we've talked know. a lot about on this show that baby boomers and millennials kind of want the same things they both want easy living like Millennials yeah. do not want to go and do the same thing that the baby boomers did, which is cut every blade of grass, which right. is caulk every window right. and do all this right. horse shit. They want to have a simple life and have hmm. someone else maintaining somebody else maintaining yeah you have to maintain your home you yes. have to maintain yes but they don't want to necessarily do all that work no. so yeah so both of them and, and, and baby boomers it took them just you know 30 years to figure it out that they don't want to do this anymore well but they can They're afford they, well, the, the, the difference there is, is that the baby boomers can actually afford to live that lifestyle yeah. and yeah, the you millennials do have a lot of are still living at home because the parents can pay to do those fun little things. Well, That's why they're never leaving because they don't want to do the thing. Out of this but. demographic, the Henrys. I just like the there's, name. There's, uh, you just like that? I just do. It's just, I like, I like, I like, um, what are they called? Acronyms? Yes, thank you. Out of the Henrys, 97% of them either currently own or are planning to buy, and, and a large uh, percentage of those are even mm -hmm. thinking about a second uh, home even. So that, that's... That's interesting. I think on the buy side, you definitely want to really tap into what Henry's, Millennials, Gen, whatever it is, X, X are, are, are doing. I think I'm a Gen X. Yeah, because because they're going to start to buy a lot of these properties, take on debt, right, yeah. and buy a lot of these properties. But I got to tell you, if you're you, you know paying attention in your marketplace to what the baby boomers are doing, maybe they're leaving your marketplace – Maybe they're downsizing in your marketplace. Maybe mm -hmm. they're going south, whatever mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. They've got all the money right now. Yeah. And they're not just going to hand it over to millennials. It's going to take time. They're going to hold on to this money until the day they die. And a lot of them are going to live a lot longer than any of us even imagined. So baby boomers to me are who I want to pay the most attention to and give the most love and care to. Absolutely. I do think that the well, one other thing on there that they do mention um, is just the whole building of a brand. And I think that that's important across the board. Um, I mean, I, I I know like my mom's a baby boomer. She's on Instagram. She's on Facebook. I don't think she's necessarily making oh, decisions yeah. based on like, hey, my daughter's an influencer. But I mean, people do say to her, hey, like I saw your daughter on, you know, so whether they're hiring me or not, I don't know. But at least you're making a name for yourself. You it's, know? I get more business from millennials through relationships. I got to tell you. So, you know, a great way to feel good about yourself and get likes or get you know, more Instagram you followers. You love likes. It, likes you, know, like, just, you live uh, for likes. I just, I, I mean, I want you guys to thumb down this video <laughs> if it's an option. Thumb it down. Uh, you know, because likes don't mean anything. And so if you want to spend your time on that, cool. But I know that the majority of millennials 
trust is a huge deal huge. right yes. and so a lot of them are going yeah. off of referral right well and are are they right well i think what's very interesting about millennials is that even though they weren't necessarily buying and selling during like the the recession of 2008 they were alive for it mm-hmm. and uh the back end of them yeah yeah the super but young you ones hear, yeah. were alive but not paying well attention, i guess yeah. the ones that are, are sort of entering the buying pool now were alive for it and they are very conscientious of making right moves so yeah it's trust but it's also yeah i mean it's i i, I agree having the information understanding well, why. Being, being the knowledgeable resource yeah. i mean the amount of times that people have brought me in just to say like does a bathroom cost this or should i do a bathroom you know because they're they're really counting on you or do you have a contact for me to do a bathroom i mean it's I would say 99% of the people are doing that. So, which is, again, I mean, it's it's about trust and building, yeah. you know, and rapport. Think, and if you're working with a lot of buyers, you 100%. We link up all the articles. Read this article. Yeah. It's a, it was well done. It's an Inman article. Uh, I'd be paying attention to that. Segwaying nicely into racket number two. Yep. Uh, how to get a disagreeable buyer couple on the same page. You could have disagreeable buyer, buyer couples that are millennials or baby boomers or anything, or, right? Yeah, like, all the time. So, Nicole, what would be one tip you would give maybe a new agent out there, uh, you know, how to work with a couple that you're sensing is disagreeing on everything, right? Like he wants the man cave. She says man cave doesn't mean anything. We need a pool. He says a pool is a lot of work. I'd have to cover it. I'd have to fill it. I'd have to clean it. You know, how do you like if it's that kind of disagreements on the on the home? Mm-hmm. How do you overcome that? Oh, boy. So I listen like that's the most important is like listening. I need to hear exactly what the wife is saying and I need to hear and exactly forget everything what he's saying. No, no, no. And I need to hear exactly what the husband is saying. Why are you going wife and husband? I'm sorry. Is I didn't mean super, to. You, it is. Sorry. To, I didn't know? mean to. I'm listening to both sides of the story. Partner and partner. Partner I'm listening A, partner to B. Both partners or maybe it's girlfriends, maybe the boyfriends. Maybe they're not even married. Um, mm. But I'm. I think listening is the biggest and the most important for me to overcome because um, I at that point you I I, I can't necessarily get that I'm not a therapist um, but I'll certainly take them to properties that fulfill as many needs on both sides as possible but hopefully um, find options within the house that if it's not there it can be added so say the wife loves Ooh, house selling the dream you have to sell the dream. Sell the dream. So, hey, but look, there's an ability to add a pool here if down the road, you know, you do decide that a pool is important, you know, yeah. or if there is, if somebody wants a man cave, um, I can at least get a house that maybe doesn't have a finished basement. But look, like you have the ability here to finish the basement. So, you know, if I'm able to at least sort of, again, you have to listen because when things come up that work and there, in the future to fulfill both, like that's then a really great fit. And probably circling, there's there's going to be certain things that they agree on. If they right. don't agree on 100% of things, then they shouldn't be buying a house together. But they probably agree on the fact that they need four bedrooms and two and a half baths. So if you keep pointing them back towards that, hey, this one has the four bed, the yeah. two and a half bath, and both of you guys can get your needs down the road. I, right. I think that's a good approach. Well, I think you also need to very much, though, show them enough properties. Because like if, if they want like two acres of land, but you just can't get two acres of land at that price point, like you have to keep showing them homes in that price point for them to then realize, well, where they eventually come to the terms, whomever it may be, that like this is 
is yeah. just unfortunately what you can afford to do and then they become a little bit more comfortable with with, with with the decision this is an in an article jackson cooper uh wrote the article and we'll link this up and you know i, I like what what's here give them the hard facts this is one of the reasons that uh, most buyers probably don't want to work with me is I'll give you the hard facts a hundred percent of the time. Mm -hmm. But when you're, when you're dealing with, you know, you know, you've dealt with couples and I have too, that you're like, man, they're going to get divorced like three months after this purchase. Oh, yeah, like that, that's a real thing. It like, is a real thing. Like they're, they're buying this house to put a bandaid on their personal issues because they think this will fix everything. That happens a lot. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and so when it says give them the hard facts, you got to give them the hard facts, right? But you, as an as an agent, if you start to sense that, you really need to make sure that you're not just you know sometimes, you know, one person will take the lead in that couple. You need to make sure you're having the conversation with both of them. Oh, one hundred percent. Because yeah. there are manipulators in every relationship, not yeah. in every, but in in some of them. And, I do think, though, that it's really important that you also, though, although giving them the hard facts, I think that some agents, though, also feel like their their job is to almost like talk their buyer out of buying properties just to show their value too. where like you need to sort of like tread lightly on that too. Like yeah. if they really love it and it's like positive and like you, you and, and you don't have to be like, this is obviously give them, Hey, you know what? Like if you're looking to move in two years, this may be a little bit more difficult, I, but I if you're some, okay with that. I know that, some agents that'll try to talk everybody out of buying because they, to your point, they, they think, think that that's the value. Yeah. No, you're really, guiding them, you're assisting them, you're giving them the tools, you're giving them the things that they need to make educated decisions. And if you're a knowledgeable agent, you know, it's not your job. They will go to another agent who is less qualified just to get the deal done. Right. So you didn't do them a favor because you hurt them because now they're talking to an agent that doesn't have as much knowledge as right. you and you didn't get the deal. Right. So if they're coming to you to buy a house and you've confirmed that they want and are qualified to buy a house, it is time to get them a house. Right. Not to talk them out of it. Absolutely. And again, so like hard facts, I think that that's not necessarily like, hey, listen, like it's super well, the wet hard, in the backyard. No, no, it's and, and this is the hard facts are, hey, guys, you can't afford a house with a pool right. and four bedrooms. Right. You can afford a house with a what are they called above ground pool which i don't cons i consider those um to be a negative on your property when above it's an above ground, ground. Pool, oh, that's yeah, a negative yeah. that, that you should take money off for having an above <laughs> ground pool so you can afford one of those in a three bedroom but if you want yeah. the four bedroom right because the shelter part is the most important mm -hmm. you can't get the in-ground pool right but i but again hey the property facilitates an in-ground pool so save your pennies yeah, and in five up. years when you're you know job Right. Well, if that's that important to you, yes. But I do think that it's important, though, to not talk. Uh, to, I also think that it's important to not hate, hate other buyer. You know, I don't know. It, you, I have to, you just have to be careful. Like, you I'll don't want to be is... the middle. You don't have to be the. And I've been in some situations, too, where I have investors and one of the inv and I've given my opinion. And then one of the investors agreed with me. And then the other one said, well, I guess it's two versus one. And I was like, like, nope, like I, I don't no, get a vote. I'm, I'm not buying the property. I'm not, yeah. I'm not selling the property. I'm not like, I'm, I'm not a vote. I'm just providing you with information yeah. and the two of you get to vote. Like I'm not a voter. Like I'm not. Yeah. yeah. So definitely not a 
racket in the sense that no, you, should be, super, you should be yeah. asking the questions and to your overall point, listening. You That's have where to you're listen. Get the information. Oh, of course. All yeah. right, racket number three. Is the government shutdown impacting real estate? Are you feeling it or is that a racket? I am personally at this moment sitting here on this chair and this not is, feeling it. This is January the 14th, 2019. This is the longest uh, federal government shutdown. It was three weeks on Friday. I think it was their third check on Friday. Ever. Yes. Ooh, well, you were talking about you've been going through the airport because you are um, you don't like to yeah, be here in Connecticut. I've been a couple times. You said times. they're really sort of friendly over there at TSA. They've been extreme. They're not getting paid. I've seen so many people go up to the TSA agents over the last couple of weeks, and we're talking like four or four flights or something like that mm. so it's not a huge mm. amount no um over the last three weeks no big deal people do that all the time Four small flights, psh, sample size is the point this is a <laughs> little small experiment a lot of people going up to the tsa agents thanking them mm -hmm. thank you for being here thank you for being here and they are in my opinion providing more energy more smiles than they ever have before yeah. and they're not getting paid so that that's interesting super, that's, that's super a small little right. nugget so sitting here no i am not um i have talked to a few mortgage um individuals though and it sounds like they're you said you were talking to Faye. i was, was talking to Faye. well because um because a, a local news um affiliate wanted to do a story on it and he was actually um so nicole talking about her fox 61 show <laughs> I, I wasn't i wasn't dropping locally here she <laughs> so he wanted to do a show he was actually questioning about um fema because fema is not issuing flood policies um which it, it doesn't that doesn't really if i mean we're in a waterfront market but there's so many other alternatives that are cheaper than fema flood right. policies so i was like you know what that's not really that great of a story and we didn't in my dig mind. to be clear we didn't dig with insurance people i didn't much dig i didn't dig insurance this was coming at from all. a news guy this was a news guy right guy. and then i did talk to the mortgage guy um there were he was he was concerned potentially about the future it was mostly he was worried about self-employed buyers um that he would need to confirm irs statements and because it is at a partial shutdown it sounds like there's just not as many individuals in that department to be confirming pay stuff or pay pay you know IR, your income um so again it sounded like if things moved along quicker you know if, if that property was closing in maybe a month and it, it just there are some and here and this is a realtor mag ar uh, article that we will link up mm, you found and, it look um, at you well i think we found it together still in my thunder yeah 75 percent of realtors like nicole and i are reporting that they haven't seen an impact personally, personally. And, and so 25 percent of them are but here's what they're saying not us what they are saying in the article is proceeding normally applications for conventional home mortgage financing backed by Fannie and Freddie mm -hmm. applications for federally backed FHA and VA home mortgage loans. So between those, between all of that, that's like You're the good. bulk of your new, yeah. you know, first time home buyers, right. IRS processing, of income verification requests. So well, which is, Faye was saying, which is if the you opposite were, of what it, Well, Faye no, no, no. He was saying if you were self-employed. Self-employed, okay. So that may be if you, um, Are, he was saying self-employed. Yeah. Um, and then the issuance of federal flood insurance interesting and so so that's all um, normal those are well, the th oh, those are the only two things that i really have popped up on my radar but this is this is about. this is you know what okay. they're saying is proceeding normally mm -hmm. at this time mm -hmm. what's facing delays applications for federally backed 
rural housing service loans. That's a small part of the market. Yeah. Applications for federally backed reverse mortgage loans Probably known as anyway. home equity. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. This is this shutdown seems like it's a great thing. Um, Look at that. Yeah, you don't want a reverse loan in a lot of situations. Yeah. Applications for specialty FHA mortgage loans, including loans under the Native American and Native Hawaiian Home Loan programs. So, mm. so what is an and and it doesn't mean that flood or IRS isn't going to be impacted if this thing goes two months, three months, right? Things right. can change, but right now these are kind of small little. Uh, well, niche you things. know what's going to play the largest role though if this continues. In all honesty, are all of those individuals that have mortgages that they cannot pay because they're not being paid? Yeah, and I, I mean, think that's a larger concern in my mind. When you if you do read about this. Um, shut down the whole thing's a racket right like this yeah. is the biggest racket of all of time course, what yeah. i what i think is not a racket and what i guess this is an economist let's see who this was uh laura uh, nar chief economist lawrence yun says this is a this is fundamentally 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 mm -hmm. look at that it was the first word i messed up ness on when i, I was well, reading here it was okay though this is fundamentally an issue of confidence. And I agree with that. The longer this shutdown, even if mm -hmm. people don't understand it or if it's not impacting them whatsoever, the confidence level, the longer this goes, the more negative media people consume, their confidence will go down yeah. and that will slow down buyers and right. that will hurt the market. Yeah, it is always that. Well, but what's lovely, have you seen the interest rates? Interest rates are good right now. They're so good. Interest rates Jump are good. On that. Call Nicole White. Holy moly. Get on it. All right, uh, real peeps. Well, I'm curious. Yeah, I, I'm curious though if maybe if we ha if we're not experiencing it, maybe some of our followers are experiencing yeah. something. If I'd love some feedback on what you're experiencing in your markets, and and maybe maybe it's one of the list things that they're saying is not. Yeah, if you're like, in that 25 percent, drop us a please, comment. Please, we'd love to hear it. Uh, comment anything you'd like us to talk about here in in the uh, early goings of 2019. Early goings. Throw us a, a thumbs down, if you will. Subscribe, you know, or hmm. or don't. You can't give a thumbs down though, like on uh, YouTube, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Now throw some thumbs up. Throw some love. Keep it real out there, Till. Bye, guys. See ya.